Hi, and welcome to Super Andy Aging Podcast with myself, Steve Halpern. It's been a while since I've done some updated podcasts, and that's because I'm so busy seeing clients and research. Research, research, research. Oh, I love my AI. I'm able to analyze a lot of studies. What's What I found for myself is if it's a really complicated study with a lot of jargon in there, I can ask I can post it in AI and ask for interpretation, explanation, and it really helps a lot. So one of my tops right now in the whole anti-aging supplemental field and drug field, well, rapamycin. Still, a lot of people haven't heard about rapamycin, especially outside the, uh, the niche of longevity, health. So let me go over this quickly. Rapamycin was discovered on East Island. They were basically looking for a new antibiotic. It turned out to be an antifungal. Okay, that's good. But then, wasn't a great market for it. And by accident, they discovered that it was helpful for organ transplants and suppressing the immune rejection factor. But this was at a very high pharmaceutical dose of rapamycin. So later on, studies came out in worms and animals and what forth that rapamycin seemed to increase health span. Well, another interesting finding, this is a little side note, people who are long-term rapamycin for organ rejection also had much lower cancer occurrences. So laboratory studies have shown that rapamycin actually can kill cancer cells. And a question that often comes up is, well, if something suppresses the immune system, that's a bad thing. Well, no, no. At low dose, it seems to do the opposite. In fact, they named a metabolic system called main target of rapamycin. And it seems to be, you know, sort of like the cellular thermostat because basically you don't want things growing, especially cancers, but things growing as you grow older. So it's wonderful when you're younger to have high mTOR, but you don't want it as you get older. Now, a big question comes up on mTOR. Can you uh, totally suppress mTOR? Well, you're not desiring to totally suppress that. It's some suppression, but then it's cycled. So for anti-aging, you don't take it every day. Now online, there are all sorts of ways of getting rapamycin, and if people contact me, I I can give them all sorts of uh, our own resources, our own medical practice, and uh, people who are familiar with it. But let me get more into the exciting part of it. There's actually a trial going on on rapamycin and canine cancer, a very common type of canine cancer that leads to organ uh, uh, amputations and really bad. And so we're doing an experiment with, it's not an experiment, it's, we're trying it out with our own dog, so my dog is my daughter's dog. Sometimes I think of Zeke as being my dog, and it's one of many protocols we're trying 
based on some of the research that's going on on rapamycin being an anti-cancer compound. So let's get back to some other nice things about rapamycin and why it's such an exciting anti-longevity compound. You know, it, it's funny, even when I say anti-aging, you know, anti, no. What we're really are talking about is healthy aging, healthy longevity, health span. Another exciting thing about rapamycin, it passes the blood-brain barrier, and there's some studies uh, that it might be very valuable in helping to prevent, or maybe in some cases, reverse dementia, uh, frontal lobe senility. In fact, as a side note, uh, Bruce Willis has a type of condition uh, an outside, it's sort of a senility condition, frontal lobe issue, and there's problem with speech. And so I did a search on rapamycin, and seems that there's some possibilities that that might have some benefit. So rapamycin, yes, you can do lots of research on the web. Uh, go to Dr. Green, rapamycin, all sorts of resources now. In my personal plan, have I been on it for two and a half years? Yes. Have I had family on it? Yes. I think it's really something to look into. And again, if you want some personal feedback and more information, uh, you can contact me at uh, at my email address. Um, I also have a Facebook group. So those are both possible. Uh, you can contact me at, uh, well, I have a bunch of emails, but what I go to most often is uh, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Stephen Nutrition, stephennutrition at gmail.com, and uh, I'll uh, try and get back to you. So what are the other ones that I'm really, really excited by? And, of course, NNM, nicotinamide mononucleotide, which helps to make NAD. Every single cell in the body needs NAD. As you get older, NAD levels drop. And it seems to have really profound effect in many health conditions, everything from arthritis and joint problems to uh, maybe macular degeneration in the eyes and autoimmune issues. So what's the best way? You can't really absorb NAD into the cell. It has to be made in the cell. And one of the ways of making it is to do a precursor. You can do nicotinamide ribosome. Or a lot of people prefer NMN, which I prefer and which I supply to my clients. I try and find always the best products I possibly can find that I've not only done the homework on, but I personally use and get feedback from my physician and health practitioners. So NNM. The other one that's really exciting to me is uh, alpha-ketoglutaric acid. Alpha-ketoglutaric acid has some really, again, interesting muscle-building effects seems to work on mitochondria and might actually help with scarpopenia, that muscle loss as people get older, start to get bent over. And athletes have used it for a long time, but it seems to have some really valuable uh, health benefits. It's safe. There's really no downside to adding it. You know, in, 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 in the big picture of things, you know, for years and years as, as practicing nutrition, the big thing was supplementation for makeup for dietary issues and things that might be missing. 
and it was exciting, but not as deep as the biochemistry stuff we have today. And so that, you know, these are really powerful, safe nutraceutical compounds that uh, can make a difference. So you have again, um, I mentioned NNM, I mentioned AKG, alpha ketoglutarate acid, and the other one that I like, and this is, wow, and it's called, the initials are BCP. And what it stands for, BPC, BPC, body protective compound. That's easy to remember, body protective compound. And body protective compound comes from stomach lining. And some is in humans, you know, we don't really make that much. And uh, it's derived from pig lining in the stomach. And BCP is what's called a peptide. Peptides are short amounts of amino acids. Often amino acids can have you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of links. These are short amino acids. And what they do is they stimulate processes in the body. And there, there's a whole science of, uh, a medical science of peptides using thymus peptides for the thymus and, and growth hormone. Uh, there are literally, you know, thousands of different peptides. Some are actually medically approved for different conditions. Uh, but this BCP is fascinating because it seems to work not only on muscle. Now listen to this one. It seems to work on blood vessels. Growing new blood vessels. But not necessarily blood vessels in, you know, for say cancer. In fact, it actually kills cancer cells. There's a process called apoptosis, programmed cell death. And it's been shown actually in studies to kill cancer cells. So here's an interesting anecdotal um, feedback on this. I had a trigger finger that was injured a long time ago. Couldn't really bend it that much years and years ago. And I started on the BCP. And I'll tell you, even, you know, more so BCP and PEA, which is another interesting compound. But let's just talk about the BCP. The BCP opened up their blood vessels and studies on tendons that it might actually help wound healing and tendon growth by activating certain substances in the body, growth factors, BGEF, and very, you know, esoteric biochemical uh, signaling systems. But let me get back to the story of the finger. And suddenly, I felt the tingling in that finger after a day or two. And I go, wow, I can bend it now. Couldn't bend it in, I don't know, 30 years. So I shared this with Dr. Liss. And I said, well, I know they're using injectable BC, BPC. They're using injectable BPC. C. How about orally? And uh, she says, "Yeah, I noticed a difference in, in in my joint and my finger also." Wow. And then I looked it up, and because of the BCP uh, that I recommend it we use, there's a substance there that helps it get absorbed, and that's really, really the key.
the key is absorption. You want to get that BPC into the body. And another fascinating, 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 fascinating. <laughs> I just get so excited by this field because there's so much access to information that we just didn't have before. There's, there's a condition called leaky gut. Now, leaky gut <laughs> is a problem. It's a problem meaning that things are passing through your gut that are not supposed to go through your gut. And that's not a good thing, especially if it's proteins that you're allergic to or any other substance that's not supposed to go through your gut, but it's supposed to pass through your gut. Okay, leaky gut. And they even think that leaky gut might be tied into insulin resistance, another no-no, uh, pre-diabetic condition and, and obesity. So get back to BPC, we found that BPC could heal leaky gut. Right? Heal leaky gut. And so I got feedback from clients who had allergy symptoms that went away or food sensitivities that went away. Well, of course, because it's not going through the leaky gut. So now you got brain effects, muscle effects, immune effects. In fact, BCP was actually, BPC was actually shown actually to kill uh, cancer cells. So now you have another benefit. But you're not going to find it generally on, uh, if you go to a store or a vitamin shop or whatever, you're not going to find it on the shelf. I don't know why, but it just hasn't hit the mainstream. You can find it on the web, but again, find the right product. That's what I tell people. Consult me. I check on products. I check on formulas because it's the Wild West in the supplement industry. And often what's on the label isn't necessarily inside the product. And so that's a big issue. All right, so I came to, let me sum up. So we talked about rapamycin, doing your homework on rapamycin. I talked about NNM. I talked about the BCP. And now let's put it into, and, and of course, AKG, alpha-ketoglutaric acid. Let's put it into a context. The context is accepting the fact that we're all changing. <laughs> it's obvious we're changing. As much as you want to look back at the pictures, you know, well, I don't look exactly the same as I looked like then. Well, maybe in your head you do, but you really don't. And eventually, for many of us, those age-related conditions are going to sneak up, us on, sneak up on us. So we got to accept that it's work to institute changes. And the whole idea is we're run by habits, and the, the idea is basically reinvent yourself. We're constantly changing. Every moment of life, cells are growing and reproducing and cells are dying. And it's a whole process that we're not even conscious of. But recognize the possibility that you can mentally and physically get better. And I don't mean just from a condition, like if you have a medical condition, but even better than you're used to.
and that's a fun, that's really, really fun to look at. So I come to the end of this podcast. I have lots of other podcasts, recordings on here, and uh, I appreciate you sharing these podcasts if you enjoy them with your friends and social media and uh, help spread the word. So again, this is Steve Halpern. Thank you so much for listening.